welcome back to the Amateur Artsy Podcast. My name's Jackie. And I'm Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hey. Welcome back. <laughs> so this week we're going to be, spoiler alert, talking about The Watcher in the Woods, which is a 1980 film. It's a Disney film. Yeah. Which is important to note when we talk about what the film's about and what it's like. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll get you to talk us through what the film's about. Um, yeah, so basically it's a 1980s American supernatural horror film. Yes, yep. this is important to know. <laughs> um, directed by John Hugh and Vincent McEverty. Um, mm-hmm. So this chiller represents one of Disney's first attempts at a more serious horror film. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's based on the 1976 novel by Florence Engel Randall. Mm-hmm. So the film tells us the story of a young girl and her little sister who becomes involved in a supernatural mystery regarding a missing girl in the woods surrounding their new home in the English countryside. So um, the film had a $9 million budget and made $5 million in the box office. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> it's it could be worse, but like yeah. Mm. But um yeah, it received a rating of six point three out of ten on IMDB. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And but with Rotten Tomatoes it received a forty eight percent on the tomato meter with a fifty seven percent audience score. Interesting. Yeah, um when I was reading up on it on the tomato um, Rotten Tomatoes website. They basically they was like praising the film, except I think it's the ending that they had the they were concerned about. They were like it's a pretty shit yeah. ending. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense in a way where, um, the whole film they kind of hype up. This whole like situation with like the missing girl and like what the hell's happened to her, mm-hmm. and the ending was kind of just like, uh. yeah, basically. Think, yeah. Um, now we're talking about this film because. It is a film that scarred me as a child. Mm. It was rated G. I distinctly remember this on mm. the DVD that we got from the library. And we watched it. And it was way too scary for me. I think I was maybe 10 mm. at the time, 9 or 10. But oh my god. I remember certain scenes from it to this day. I remembered the title of the film and I remembered what it was rated. It scarred mm. me that much. That was like 10 years ago <laughs> that I watched it. Um, but they actually, they recently changed it to a PG, but mm. it's a bit, I don't know. It's like, I think like also like the ratings are different in America and here. True. Cause yeah. Cause that was, that should not have been rated G. <laughs> oh no. God. <laughs> no. It said mild scary themes. <laughs> that is incorrect. It's For a child of that age. scary, yeah. No. There's a lot of jump scares we noticed. Like, even yeah. I was, like, jumping up, like, what the fuck? And, like, they built a <laughs> lot of tension. Mm. So, would you like to tell us the cast? Sure. So, the most notable cast member is Betty Davis, mm. who plays Mrs. Aylwood, who's this old lady who, at first, you think is super creepy, mm. and, like, she's just, like, lurking in her house in the woods. Yeah. Um, she is incredibly famous, um for many, many roles that she's had in Hollywood over the years. Mm -hmm. Um, I was reading up a little bit about her and I found some interesting little things about her early life and her early career. 
So when in the 30s was when her career started. Um, basically, they hired female actresses based on appearances alone. Oh my God. And like she was waiting somewhere for a, a studio representative to come meet with her. And apparently this guy went to the place to meet with her. But um, he basically said he left because he couldn't see anyone who looked like an actress in sight. Oh my god, what the fuck. And then, obviously, eventually, um, after a really difficult start where, um, I can't remember if it was Universal, it was some studio where she had issues with the, this guy who was like, said a lot of sexist things about her, who was like in charge. But um, one of the cinematographers said she had nice eyes. So eventually she got into a film, which was a hit, and then built up her career from there. And her first marriage was scrutinised because she was earning $1,000 a week and her husband, Harmon Oscar Nelson, was earning $100 a week. Oh, my God. Seriously? (laughs) I know. And... She pointed out in an interview, what's the big deal? There's plenty of Hollywood actresses who are earning more than their husbands. Like, it's basically the norm for Hollywood actresses. And the funny, interesting thing about it was that Nelson wouldn't let her buy a house until he could afford to pay for it himself. Seriously? Yes. This is why he's her first husband, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How many has she... I don't know. I didn't look much further into it, but I just found that so fascinating. Yeah, God. Mm. So she had to deal with a lot of shit early on, but mm. um, she got her career going and then just started crushing it, basically. Mm. Good on her. Mm. God. And then we've also got Carol Baker as Helen Curtis, who is the mum of the two kids. Mm. Um, we've got David McCallum as Paul Curtis, who you mentioned was in... What was he in? A lot oh, of... um... Is this the dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's more notably known for his re- recurring film in NCIS. Um, recurring role in NCIS. Mm-hmm. He plays, I think, the autopsy guy. He's been there, like, right from the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got um, Lynn Holly Johnson as Jan Curtis. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle Richards as Ellie Curtis. Who you recognised, and where did you recognise her from? Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. She's we, we actually spoke about that in our, one of our previous episodes, which you should check out. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, she played one of the um kids that one of the girls I think the she not was the being main, babysat yeah, by I think a the friend. friend. Yeah. yeah, one of the friends, yeah. But yeah, she's been in a couple of other roles, but it's more like T V dramas and stuff. Yeah. And she's yeah. had a lot of child actor roles. Mm. Um then we've got Ian Bannon as John Keller. Richard Pascoe as Tom Colley, uh, Francis Kuka as Mary Fleming, Benedict Taylor as Mike Fleming, the love interest and son of Mary oh, Fleming, yeah. who was a part of that trio. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Eleanor Summerfield as Mrs. Thayer, Georgina Hale as young Mrs. Aylwood, and Katharina Levy as the famous Karen Aylwood. Ah, yeah. Who becomes a very big deal. Mm hmm. Um, so we can, we'll start talking about the film itself. So, mm-hmm. as we said, it's a Disney film, and it starts off with a really creepy, haunting intro music. Yeah, mm. it's so creepy, because they, they cut between 
children's music mm. over these really dark, shadowy shots of the woods. Yeah. And then they splice that in with, like, spooky Disney music with, like, the full orchestra yeah, sort of sound. Yeah, um, yeah, they were showing, like, a haunting kind of abandoned woods. Mm. It's very eerie. And, yeah, the, with the music as well, um, there was a section of... It sounded like violins. It sounded yeah. like the um, the sound... In Psycho, the film Psycho. Yeah. Like, you know, that dun-dun... Yeah, that's yeah. what it sounded exactly like. The famous like. violin sound. Yeah. It was creepy for, like, kids' film. Mm. Um, yeah, and, like, there's a lot of the sounds, like, resembled a lot of, like, iconic, like, horror movie themes songs and stuff like the ones from Jaw and Jaws and everything mm-hmm. creepy I didn't, I didn't really yeah. notice that as much but like that's mm. definitely an interesting observation yeah it is they wanted to go full yeah. horror yeah it's kind of weird because it's like it's a kids movie you tone it down a little bit but yeah no. it was described in um, Wikipedia as mm. an, a young adult movie however the rating suggests it's a kids movie exactly it's like it's a bit mm. it's a bit off oh, plus yeah. it's Disney so like what <laughs> mm. um i also noticed at the ending um they used like uh, disney's iconic for its use of um lights and colors to represent mm. like good and evil so mm. they tend to in a lot of films use the color green um to represent like evil or like something bad's like about to happen and stuff so they use like a green light in the ending with one of the youngest girls Oh, the yeah. Ellie's face. Mm. Mm. Which is an interesting kind of thing. Because mm. Disney tends to do that. Yeah. yeah. They also had kind of a theme of like this blue light that mm. you kept seeing everywhere. Mm. I must say the 80s special effects were pretty bad, but like... <laughs> I loved it. It scared me as a child, okay? <laughs> so it must it's be effective, pretty, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit much for kids, but mm. I guess you can kind of admire it for the time when you're like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> anything. Basically. Mm. Um, did you have anything for like the plot? Um, it's basically just like, sort of like a maturing kind of thing, mm. like, because the older daughter's sort of like stepping into the world and yeah. like finding her place and stuff, mm. and it's just really creepy. Because <laughs> mm. even like the start with like they're driving to the, um to the new house it looks like someone's like watching them and like peering into them i really liked those shots where they just have like a shaky cam just like Mm -hmm. going really quickly through the woods so it's like you're seeing what they're seeing and it's Mm -hmm. like this spooky like distant like unknown thing just like watching them yeah and like Shaky cam can be really corny, but, like, I think they used it pretty well. It's Yeah, they use it effectively. Um, For us, like, we would enjoy it now, but, like, for a kid, it's kind of a bit much. Yeah. Especially because there's a lot of scenes where you see this thing is more watching the um the oldest daughter mm. and kind of lurking around. So sometimes she'll be looking into the woods and there's, like, something there and it's kind of like, oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it seems to be, like... The introduction itself was very, like, 70s horror film introduction, mm-hmm. I kind of felt, where mm-hmm. it's, like, happy and cheery, but there's, like, that eerie sense kind of lurking into the background. Mm-hmm. So it kind of takes, like, a little bit of time before something intense happens. Mm-hmm. That tends to be pretty popular of the time, of the time and stuff. Um, yeah, then we kind of get to know a little bit about the older daughter and how she keeps... Things keep affecting her, and she keeps seeing this, like, blue light, mostly around, like, glass yeah. and stuff. 
Um, and also like the, what, what's the older, the elderly lady's name? Not, um, Mrs. Aylwood. Mrs. Aylwood, yeah. And she keeps like watching her as well. Yeah. So it's a bit like, it's very spooky. But then you mm. kind of find out that, um, the oldest daughter looks a lot like Mrs. Aylwood's, um, long lost daughter. Yeah, she supposedly looks a lot like Karen Aylwood. Mm. And that's actually why um, she chooses the family to stay in her yeah. her home. Because, yeah, there seems to be like a link to something that's going to mm. unfold with her. In and when, when the family moves in, she says to the woods, You happy now? Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's also a weird thing that you picked up on as well that. Um, with the oldest daughter, how at the start she would, like, avoid the woods and she was, mm. like, you know, really spooked by it. And, like, in the middle of the film, I think the the youngest, um, the younger daughter gets, she gets, like, a little puppy. Mm. Um, what do they call it? Merrick. Merrick. It's Karen spelled backwards. Yeah, it's kind of a little... Yeah, because when they go to the, the farm where they're buying the little puppy, mm. um, uh, the older daughter is busy having a fun conversation oh with Mike, yeah. her love interest. Meanwhile, um, Ellie is just like playing with the puppy and then all of a sudden she gets this really blank look over her face mm. and walks towards the window and writes Karen backwards on the window yeah. so that on the other side of the window you can see it. Yeah, And like, it's interesting because it's so creepy the way she does that. Mm. And then she innocently says, it's called Nerik. Yeah. She does that a couple of times as mm. well. Like, you see, this whatever this thing is that's watching them, it's, like, um, possessing the youngest one. Yeah. And making her, like, say things. Or, like, even when she's writing, she'd always write backwards as well. Yeah. Yeah, say or write and do things that are, like, really creepy and stuff. And then, like, in her sleep, she'd just, like, be rolling yeah. around, moaning and, like, talking. Mm. And then when she woke up, she would have no idea what was going on. Mm. It's crazy. Which, like, it really disturbed the older sister. Because, mm. like, the parents are never involved with this. Like, oh, they yeah. never witness anything. They always go away. Yeah. Kind of to, like, the city or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, with that, like, the youngest daughter runs off into the woods. And the oldest, like, she's freaked out. So she doesn't want to go into the woods. But she runs in. And then she suddenly becomes, like fascinated by it she's like i don't want to get go back and stuff yeah it's a bit odd and she's yeah she's absolutely terrified about where the younger daughter is mm. and she's just like running around yelling ellie ellie mm. and after getting mad at her she's just like suddenly fascinated by the pond mm. it's a bit weird yeah mm. um but i think later on we presume that Karen seems to be the one that's watching them because there's a spirit in the woods so the way they make it out is like Karen's dead yeah. and like she's kind of watching over the kids she's like the good guy in this yeah um especially because there's a scene where um because she's like she's talking to the younger girl the younger daughter because mm. the youngest daughter keeps saying like I'm hearing she keeps hearing whispers yeah and she thinks that it's the sister who's saying all of it because mm. the scene where they're watching the love interest he's dirt biking or something yeah that race and um they watch and like the sister the youngest one runs away to like this hill sort of thing and she yells out to um jan yeah 
Yeah, and she's like, Jan, Jan, move, or like, come here or something. Yeah, come quick. Yeah, so and when she, yeah. yeah, when Jan moves and like this big explosion happens and like it's like, whoa. Yeah. Because like, at first, like, she gets sinister vibes, but then she realises yeah. like, it's looking after her, basically. Mm. It's pretty cool, yeah. Mm. But then, yeah, they keep, from there, they keep showing like, the, the blue light and that triangle shape. Yeah. Thing, which is, yeah. First, it cracks into a mirror she's putting up, which is, like, that mm. whole thing is so full of jump scares. Mm. Like, the mirror thing. Yeah. And then she drops the mirror. Yeah. And then later, it appears on her window, the crack. Yeah. And it's, like, the whole thing's so creepy. Mm. I remember the mirror scene, and I remember that absolutely terrifying me. Yeah, because there's something in the mirror. Like, the thing is, you can't even see the girl's eyes. It's presumed, like, she's, she's Karen. And, like, mm. she's wearing all white and her eyes are always, like, she's always blindfolded the whole time. And it's in black and white, too. Yeah. So it's like, oh, my God, there's something in the mirror. There's something in the mirror that absolutely freaked me out mm. so much. That's scary. Mm. Um, but then you're introduced to, like, a couple of other characters. Um, one being that the creepy guy, John. Mm-hmm. There's, like, he, at the start, he's kind of very, like, eerie. Like, he's kind of stays in the woods and, like, watches her. Oh, this is Tom Coley. Who's like in the woods? Is that Tom Collie or John? Yeah, it's Tom Collie in the woods. John's the rich guy who like oh, is I got mixed up. Oops. Oh, good. <laughs> um, oh, Tom Collie. Yeah, he's he's kind of been watching them, and he was friends with, um, Karen. So he he notices that this girl looks a lot like Karen. Mm-hmm. But you get to know him because Jan starts investigating because so many things are happening to her and she needs to figure out what's happened. Um, she thinks it's she's taking it upon herself to figure out what's happened to Karen. Mm. So she's kind of questioning everyone that Karen was seen with last. Yeah. There was Mary, John, and Tom. Mm-hmm. So the other two seemed hesitant, but Tom, she went to see Tom, and Tom basically told her they they're playing like this game, and it went wrong, and she disappeared out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like Tom. He was really sweet. Yeah. With all of that, because he used to take in like animals. He because he lives in like a really abandoned kind of house area yeah. I don't know what you yeah and there's like there was this um, jump scare scene when she walks in she when she walks through the house everything's really quiet and you can feel like something's about to happen yeah and out of nowhere a cat just pounces on her you're just like oh god and when like Tom Collie comes into his house and mm. sees her there he like immediately thinks she's Karen yeah. and is like really scared and like he walks towards her in a way that's like super menacing mm. and, and just he like reaches, reaches out to try yeah. and touch her and then he's like, oh, you're not a ghost or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, dude. Stop. He's <laughs> so weird. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's really sweet. Like, he takes in um, animals that are being hurt and kind of recuperates them back. To... Mm. So it's all that good and stuff. So he seems like a sweet-natured kind of guy. Yeah. Whereas John Keller is a bit of a dick. Mm. He's the leader. The front, It leads... The whole thing is like this weird little kids cult. I don't know. What yeah, you they're like it. a secret society, society. which it's, it's is a code cult. for like yeah. it's our club. Yeah, and we're too good for everyone else. Yeah, so. um, they wanted. I think they were taking this initiation with um. Yeah. Karen. It's like hazing. Yeah, basically, <laughs> and she's standing up on this like pedestal sort of thing, and they're holding hands around her, and they were chanting stuff, and Mary like broke the circle. And things went wrong from there because, like, yeah. fire started and this girl disappeared because apparently they broke the circle. 
and she got yeah. transported into another dimension and something else came out from that dimension and got put here apparently yeah. it's weird <laughs> yeah it's a bit of a weird storyline because like mm. there was an eclipse when that happened and like yeah it's like i actually quite like the uh like the dimension swap thing like mm. i kind of like that sort of element to it it's pretty cool yeah because it makes it like sort of is an eerie unknown thing mm. Because they didn't really explain anything about the yeah. dimension stuff. So you kind of figure out at the end, whatever the spirit's there, it's not Karen. It's something else that's that um took the place of Karen mm. from the other dimension. But they don't explain anything about the other dimension or anything. You don't even see this. Okay, we'll get back into that. But from the film that we saw, you don't actually see whatever spirit is there or anything. It's yeah. just the use of blue lights and stuff that kind of transport them. Mm. stopping places but we'll we'll come back to the alternate ending yeah because there's an original ending yeah mm. um so yeah do you have anything else to add about the film itself um not really uh i must say i thought it was problematic when um the girls and mike were riding horses mm. he was like oh let's go back via the woods like mm. an idiot and yeah they were like, oh, no, I don't want to do that because, you know, they've already had a few scares in the woods. Yeah. And they're like, no. And he's like, it's fine. It'll be fine. It's like, dude, don't coerce people into going into supernatural mm. creepy woods. Yeah. Everything goes wrong from there because yeah. the horses, they sense something there and they just kind of go crazy. Yeah, they bolt and then yeah. take um, them to the church mm. where Tom Colley freaks them out and, mm. like the glass all shatters and explodes and like yeah they get clues about the eclipse and stuff mm. i kind of like how they laid clues throughout the whole i really like yeah. the way they were building tension that way mm. and like but yeah yeah that's kind of interesting because even from the start like the whole thing with um the light being a factor of it as well mm. as the eclipse like they're trying to show them with like the light changes but like it took them like a while it took Jan a while to figure out like whatever mm. the spirit was trying to tell them and stuff. It's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I don't really have much else to add about that. Mm. Um, did you want to go into the more traumatic, spooky, yes, inappropriate stuff? Mm. <laughs> uh, well, the first thing I have listed here under that topic is something that Paul says. Mm. Um, when the Mrs. Aylwood comes in and sees him playing something that's like pretty cha- jazzy or like chill or whatever on the piano. Yeah. yeah, and she basically says to him, "Oh, I thought you were a serious musician." Yeah, like saying that like opera or whatever he plays normally is like mm. the only serious music, and like whatever he's playing is stupid. And he says, "I have a very soft touch." Late at night. Ew. Dude. Ugh. Oh my god. That's so gross. And did they laugh it off? Yes. They all laughed. The kids laughed. Oh no. Oh god. So weird. Oh, it's that like very that. weird. It's like, are you... What are... <laughs> okay. <laughs> you didn't need to have that in, but... Mm. Uh, what else did you want to talk about in regards to um, scary things for kids? Well, a lot of the stuff you already brought up is pretty scary like the thing watching them in the woods mm. um 
the youngest daughter always she keeps getting possessed. Yeah, that's and really the, creepy. Yeah, all the stuff she kind of does, like the way her face kind of changes to like like a blank look she has. Mm. And she'll just be walking around aimlessly or saying really spooky shit. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and like doing weird things like writing stuff backwards. Mm. That was a, yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> um Yeah, I think Tom Collie being creepy. Yeah, that was a big thing because he's like there was one or two scenes where he was in like the woods or yeah, something. He just he emerges just... out of the woods like in their front yard. Yeah, and like, he just two. watches. He watches the older daughter. He just kind of stares at her. And mm. She's like, what the fuck? Because like he thinks she's Karen come back mm. from the dead, but like, dude, that's not enough reason to like stare at someone all the time. If it was honestly like you should could have said asked or said something instead of mm. like you know just watched. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, his, he was like, oh, she's come back to haunt us. All this stuff. Mm. Okay, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, another big thing was the, um, the music. Mm. They had, like, throughout the film, a lot of eerie, spooky music. Very haunting and, like, brought chills. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, my God. Basically, everything about the... Um, is it a ch- the chapel? Is it... The, yeah, the church. The church, the church place. Yeah, the moment with the scene with the horses, um, they all get taken to the church, the abandoned church, and um, isn't Mike, yeah. Mike Chen and the youngest daughter, they all go in, and basically the moment they step in there, scary shit just happens the entire time. Yeah, yeah, starting from um, the daughter, um, Jan looking into what looked like a coffin sort of yeah. thing. And seeing Karen there, and then suddenly out of nowhere, uh, a bird just flies out into her face. Yeah. And then the glass shattering and everything. It's yeah, the it's whole like scene. a massive gust of wind that like goes through the church mm. and like shatters all the glass. Just that whole entire scene was just terrifying. Mm. It's one jump scare after the other. And was there like a blue triangle on the end of mm. the coffin too? Yeah. It's like that symbol kept emerging. I don't think they ever explained that. They didn't know. Because they explain Because the light, they explained, the blue light was shown when um, Karen was transported into the other world, mm. the other dimension, and that thing transported in her place. Yeah, that made sense. But, but, like, but not the triangle. I think it just kept showing up. Maybe it was like a window to seeing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. They never explained why it was a triangle. Mm. But they, they explained the eclipse. Like yeah, not... not the triangle. Yeah, mm. the, explain the eclipse and the light, but not the. Mm. That's what's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so symbolic, and yet it means nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't go into detail about it at all. Mm. It's just something that is present throughout. Like, even with like the glass in her room, the windows, like, there's a triangle on it. Mm. It's, it's kind of everywhere, but they don't say anything. I think their initiation ceremony into their secret society was pretty mm, creepy. Yeah. Because, like... The whole thing. So eerie. And he was like, many have tried, but yeah. not succeeded. He's like, what does that mean? <laughs> Bro, what is, how hard is this thing? Yeah. And he's like, you must not show fear and all this stuff. Mm. And, like, I was like, wait. But, like, is it because of the lightning? Mm. Is that, like what was going on was it the eclipse like yeah you can't have an eclipse for every initiation mm. <laughs> that's not gonna work yeah because it didn't really make sense like that whole thing with like they were supposed to keep the circle going and then mary breaks it because she freaks out because of the thunder mm. but what i don't understand is why didn't they s- 
tell Karen anything. Because Karen only um transported into the other universe. Yeah, they literally all just bolted and left her blindfolded yeah. up there. Like, I get, like, it's scary, but she could have just tugged her down. Like, she, yeah. she was blindfolded or, like, or, like told said to Karen, or okay, Karen, take off your blindfold, we're all running. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, they just, they just leave her there. Like, what yeah. the fuck? This like, is weird, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, another thing, they go to this carnival. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Jan, she steps into that. The mirrors. Like, <gasps> the mirrors. Everywhere. Oh my god, that's so creepy. Mm. And she went to like a room like just full of mirrors and um, Karen's there like with the blindfold and like wearing all white reaching out to her. Yeah. I don't know what she said, but she's like, help me. Help me or something like that. And you, she just yeah. keeps seeing Karen in mirrors and like in coffins and it's like, why is Karen there? <laughs> mm, it's scary. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there was just kind of jump scares everywhere. Oh, another thing is when Helen, their mother, tries to make them leave mm. and like drives oh, the bridge. out and it's yeah. raining and they drive onto the bridge. Yeah. And then um Jan senses that something's wrong. So mm. they she's like, If we just get out of the car, if we just go back home, everything will be fine. So they all get out of the car and go back off the bridge and the car explodes and the bridge just like gets destroyed. Mm. Yeah, and like it <laughs> Top the, the yeah the bridge gets um destroyed and stuff and like the car like bursts into flames mm. and it's just like whoa what the fuck? and the mom just like freaks out she's like yeah. what the hell's going on yeah she just it's like scary. didn't believe them yeah oh and she like sort of thought that like Mrs Aylwood was like filling them with mm. stories and like stuff mm. she didn't like Mrs Aylwood <laughs> yeah um yeah it's spooky do you have anything else to add for that. Uh, I just really like the shaky cam. I remember mm. that absolutely terrifying me because it's like, you know, there's something there. Yeah. And they're just not aware of it. Mm. It's good for building and suspense tension. and stuff. Yeah. Um, did you want to talk about the alternative ending? Yes. Yeah. Um, so basically, this ending we found out wasn't the original ending. So the ending is basically they all kind of congregate in the um the old church and they try to recreate the scene that caused Ka- like the ritual that caused Karen to disappear but mm-hmm. Jan takes Karen's place and um in that scene the the youngest daughter gets possessed by the spirit that yeah. keeps possessing her and she comes into the um church and explains like oh I'm from an alternate um, universe and another dimension and um, I've swapped places with Karen so you have to do this ritual to get Karen back and stuff. Yeah. And it's while the eclipse is happening she said you have to keep the circle. Yeah. And like Mary's terrified. And Mary keeps run. breaking it but they pull her and they're like no we can't do this to this kid. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And um, Jan's in the middle of the circle and she's like I could swap places but I'm just going to have to risk it. Mm. So they do that and then Karen comes back and it's kind of like they're all happy now. They go back to their family at the end. Yeah, and Mrs. Aylwood comes in and is, like, all happy. Yeah, because she sees her daughter. However, <laughs> the original ending. Yeah. Uh, just a quick note on this. Um, so, the film was initially uh, run in New York in this particular mm-hmm. theatre uh, with this ending. The original? Yeah. Okay. And because of all the negative responses from audiences, it was taken out of the theatre, mm-hmm. and that's when... Um, Vincent McEvity McEvity by yeah. himself directed the new ending 
So it seems like John Hugh had a different yeah <laughs> approach to it. Yeah, because the the um the Disney were like, nah, not good. It's too Make scary. It yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, the the original the the one that we saw was the one that was redone, so like mm. the less scarier one. But yeah, the original one though. Yeah. <laughs> um, the original ending was much scarier. So it yeah. kind of it's relatively starts off like the same yeah except instead of using the young daughter to come in as the spirit like yeah. like being possessed by this spirit this scary looking creature yeah thing, it's I this know. really tall creature that looks like i don't know like a spider it's scary. or i don't even know like a, yeah it's some spooky like monster human sort mm. of height no tall like twice and really tall Really creepy looking. Yeah, basically. It's kind of hard to explain. I don't even know what it is. It's just like, it looks like yeah. a sea creature. I don't yeah. even know. It, it, like, it floats in or something. Yeah. And it consumes um, Jan. Yeah. And then and they then both just disappear. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike runs in and he's like, oh, where did she go? Like, what the hell happened? And they all like break the circle and they're like, oh no, this kid's dead. And this is, it looks like she's dead. Like she's yeah. gone. And then, Mike makes yeah. them break the circle. Yeah. Um, but then, I think like a minute or something after, she appears back in this weird cocoon thing, and then Karen's in there. And Karen's a different actress for this one yeah. as well. And yeah, they take Karen out, and then Karen goes to the her mom and sees her. Yeah, and then, and then, yeah. and then um, Thingy's mom, Jan's mom, comes mm. in, and she's like, where is she? Where is she? Mm. All this stuff. Um, they they drag it on like for a long time, but then even yeah. with the ending, the credits are scarier as well. Because there's this weird song that they kind of use throughout yeah. the film. Mm-hmm. It's a really eerie, creepy it's like the children's, children's song. thing. It's from the um from the music box that yeah. uh, Mrs. Aylwood has that kind she of, gave to her yeah. daughter. They ended with that song, and it's really eerie. It's like mm. did did um. Did Jan come back in the original ending? Or was she gone mm, for... No, no, no. she came back. Oh, okay. She came back with that cocoon thing oh, right. to bring okay. um, Karen out. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. If they killed her, like, that would have been... <laughs> they wouldn't have done that. That's a bit much. <laughs> That's, but, yeah. like, too much for Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mm. No, yeah, she, it, it looks like she's gone forever because mm. it takes, like, a couple minutes for them to, like, reappear again. But they don't really explain much about it. But yeah. they kind of drag it on for a little bit long. Yeah, they drag it out way too long. Mm-hmm. Whereas it finishes in the church, I think in the in the revised one. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It finishes in the church because um, um. Karen's mom's the Mrs. What's her name again? Karen's mom, Mrs. Aylwood. Mrs. Aylwood, yeah, because she runs into the um, church and she sees her daughter there. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of ends with that. So it's like it's short and sweet. But with the other yeah. one, Karen goes. Um, into the woods as well with like Jan and all of them and then she goes to Mrs. Elwood mm-hmm. and then they continue on with um, the the two, the, the main two characters like the younger mm-hmm. daughter and Jan and they're walking off with like the dog and it's just, it's too much. You don't yeah. need that much. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, when we saw the alternate ending I was like, First of all, there's, like, a lot going on there, and it was mm. just, like, seeing the creature, I think, really ruined it. It was scary. I didn't like it. To be honest, even, like, the new ending, like, the fact that, like, 
Because, like, it seems so much more creepy until the ending happens, and then you're like... Mm. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> yeah, one of the biggest issues with um with the reviews and stuff is the fact that they anticipate a lot. Like, the ending is mm-hmm. alright. It's just they over-anticipate what's going to happen, so you mm-hmm. expect more to happen. And then it just kind of like, oh, she's in another dimension. We'll save her, and, like, that's it. You don't really get... They didn't explain anything about the dimension at all. Yeah. It was a bit... Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's kind of all I have for the yeah, film. Yeah, same, really. Yeah. <laughs> I must say, I think Karen in the alternate, like, the original ending, mm. she doesn't really look like the main chick anyway. <laughs> mm. How is same... Tom Coley, like, looking at her going... Yeah. <gasps> She has like not even the same hair. I know she's, she's like got, she's white got that, more. Yeah. She's got that. Um, Jan has like seventies mm. hair. What's it called? The something faucet look yeah, where it's yeah. like all cut short around the front and like frames the face. So it's like yeah, and it's blonde really as well. Yeah. yeah, and the um the original ending with that karen she's got like it's more white it's like a more yeah it's not really a blonde and it's it's a bit curly does she even have a fringe i don't even remember i think it's just like it just looks, looks like, like a wig, wig. <laughs> it did, yeah, yeah that's what we were saying yeah it looked exactly like a wig yeah it's like maybe don't have a close-up on that yeah maybe do her hair a bit better mm. but thankfully they changed it because yeah the the newer and the remake and stuff of the ending the one that we saw that Karen looked more like Jen. Mm. Same hair yeah. and everything, similar face and stuff. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was interesting to revisit something that scared me in my childhood, which is now not scary to me. But yeah. um, there's a few things in there that were really bad. <laughs> Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> the special effects, mm. like the. Yeah, the odd thing here and there. Mm. It's just like a bit. Mm. It's not a kids' movie. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's a pretty standard like eighties horror kind of thing. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. But it's like for young adults, not children. Mm. Maybe more for M. Yeah, I would put it. Yeah. More than a G or. A I think G. a fifteen a fifteen year old would watch it probably. Yeah. That'd be like the target audience. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, like mm. young teens and stuff. Mm. Good for them. Mm. <laughs> um, but what do yeah. you think? Yeah, it was a good film. I didn't like this was the first time I've seen it, mm-hmm. so I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a good seventies film. A lot of spooky stuff here and there, but mm-hmm. I feel like for a kid, it's way too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like I'd be traumatized as well if I saw it as a kid. Yeah, I I remembered a lot of things about it, like the fact that I even remember the title. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of weird things I watched as a kid that I do not remember the title of, but like mm-hmm. that one, I was like, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> It's, I guess, um, it's something you can really overanalyze, but it's mm. best not to. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you're just going to put yourself in a hole and it's just going to get too scary. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I think it gave me nightmares. Mm. God. Imagine if you saw the original ending. Oh, Jesus. You would have been, yeah, that's like mm, too much. <laughs> I would have been like permanently like sleeping in my parents' bed for like the next year. Mm. Mm. It's way too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I feel mm. like. Watching it now at our age, it's a good film to watch. Yeah, I think it's a not good bad, like, film, the yeah. way it, like, leaves clues and stuff, mm. so it keeps you watching. Pretty good Disney, interesting mm. Disney film. Yeah. <laughs> a bit different from their usual yeah. vibe. Yeah. Um, but it's a really good film. Um, but 
in our next podcast episode, we actually did find out that they remade the film in mm. 2017. I'm fascinated. Mm. I want to know if it's like modern or if it's like in the same time period. It looks modern, but I don't really know. It could just be because it was like made in 2017. Because I feel like adding phones into it would kind of wreck it a little bit. Mm. Oh, yeah. So. I don't really know what they'd do with it. They could make it like a whole like isolation situation where it's like mm. technology doesn't work too great here. There's no reception. Oh, the reception's bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might be something like that. Um, I did see Angelica Houston was playing. Um, I keep forgetting her name, Mrs. Aylwood. Aylwood. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, Mrs. Aylwood. Um, do you know Joe Angelica Houston? No, what's she? She's um, the Adams family. She played oh, Patricia. Yeah, okay. it's very creepy. Was yeah. the nineties film? Or, like, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but she's done a couple of other scary stuff, like The Witches. Witches, have you seen that? I think that's a Disney no. film, it's a bit scary. I'm pretty sure it has like a PG rating, though. But okay. I know my sister saw it and she got really scared. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't put that as like a traumatic child's film because it's not was it made too long, I don't really know, but mm-hmm. it's a bit spooky, okay. But yeah, a lot of her roles are quite scary, so. I feel like it's a good choice putting her in this, but we'll see how it goes. Cause yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious. Mm. Is see, it better? Is it worse? Same know. elements. Like I want to see if they remade it or like they took aspects of it and like changed mm. it up a bit. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, have you got mm. anything else to add? I think that's all I have for now. Definitely yeah, check it out. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, I guess. Bye for now. Bye. <laughs>